podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. It's great to be able to be with you. Um, you're tuning in online and, and we're able to broadcast. Um, and that's fantastic. And it's been, hasn't it, a, a tough year. Um, and we've had to do things really differently. Um, now, I, I'm the kind of uh, preacher who likes to have a little bit of audience participation. And that's been really difficult this year um, because, of course, I've mostly been in a room recording by myself um, for obvious reasons. Um, so that's been quite tough. So, you know, the, the nice uh, things that go in the chat have been great. And it's been great to hear from you. It's been great to hear um, what the Lord's been doing, just communicating on a Sunday, perhaps, or through the week. It's been fantastic. Um, of course, when I ask a question, I like to get a bit of an answer back. Um, so my question really is is for you, is is what did you get for Christmas? I'd love to know. Um, I'll call, me, call me nosy, it doesn't matter. Um, it's just nice to know, isn't it? It's just nice to have that bit of... Uh, bit of interaction. Um, I'm happy to tell you what I got. Um, I don't know whether it, I should read into it too much, um, but after shaving socks, I mean, if I think about it too long, I'm, <laughs> I, maybe, I maybe could read into it a little bit too much. Maybe it's an age thing, I'm not sure. Anyway, never mind. But but uh, they're, they're the things that I got, and, and I'm hoping that you got some nice things and you're happy. Um, and I know it's been different this year. And in all that difference, we can maybe think that everything's changed because of the way that it's been. But I want to tell you today that not everything has changed. In fact, quite the opposite. When we look into the word of God, we can see that the promises that God has set out for us haven't changed at all. We can see that the love that God has for us hasn't changed at all. We can see that all that we have through the Lord Jesus Christ hasn't changed at all. We can see that, in fact, the very word of God that stood for thousands of years continues to stand the test of time. And it hasn't changed at all. In fact, the word tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. So not everything has changed. In fact, we have life in and through Jesus Christ. And that is a steadfast certainty, all because of what God has done for us. But I want to ask as well today, what does that life look like? Often you hear people in church and, and maybe you've been tuning in over the past months and you've heard me talk about life in Christ. And I guess it's a good question to ask, well, what does that look like, Matt? Well, let's try and answer it together. And, and I want to stay Christmassy, if you'll allow me. My tree is still up. And that is impressive for me. Those that know, um, the tree is still up. And I, I feel like I'm doing well on that front. Um, but to, to try and stay Christmassy, I want to unwrap. See what I did there? I want to unwrap what this life in Christ looks like. And I'm just going to go to three places. The first one is John chapter 14 and verse 6. If you've got your Bible on you, and then turn to it with me. If not, it's going to be up on screen. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. 
no one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So if we find life then in and through Jesus, if we come to him, if we believe in him and say sorry for the sin in our life, the word clearly says to us that we get to come to God, that we get to come to God. In fact, it clearly shows us in this verse that we can't get to God any other way. See what Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So the only way to get to God is through Jesus. A good life isn't going to get you there. Um, giving to charity isn't going to get you there. Helping out the needy isn't going to get you there. Now they're all great things and I encourage you to do such things, but they're not going to get you to God. The only way to God is, as the Bible tells us, is through Jesus. The only way is through Jesus. Once we've accepted him then as our saviour and we've said sorry for the sin in our lives, the Bible tells us that we get the Holy Spirit as a deposit, as a guarantee of our inheritance. Eternal life then as Christians isn't something that we're going to get, something that we already have. Oh, this is wasting away. Um, you know, you've seen the, the crinkle in the forehead. It's terrible. I don't even know where it's come from. Um, but nevertheless, there it is. This is, this is dropping to pieces, but, but nevertheless, outwardly, the word says, I'm wasting away, but inwardly, I'm being renewed day by day. This will go into the ground or whatever, but one day, I, the bit that makes me, will see my saviour face to face. Why? Well, because I've accepted Christ as my saviour, not because of anything that I've done, but because of what God has done for me through the Lord Jesus Christ. And through him, I can have life. The Holy Spirit is given then to guide and to direct me, to help as we are drawn to the word. And also, as Christians, we're opened up a line of communication to God that I can speak to my Heavenly Father whenever I want. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing, to be in constant communication with God. That's an incredible thing that as I think about what life in Christ looks like, well, life in Christ means that I get to come to God. The life in Christ means that I get the Holy Spirit. Life in Christ means that I get to be in communication with God. I get to ask him to help me. I get to thank him for what's happening on the day to day. I get to do all of this because of what Christ has done for me. It all sounds really good so far, doesn't it? And let's have a look at the second point then. And we find that in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 11. So not John, but 1 John chapter 5 and verse 11. It's a, a few books on. And the Bible just says this. It says, and this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. Listen, God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. So that shows us then that we have life, but in fact, we have eternal life in and through Jesus. That's amazing, isn't it? Our sin has been dealt with. 
It's been nailed to the cross as Jesus took our place, as he was our substitute, that he bore the full wrath of God for our sin and our shame. He bore that punishment in order that I might put my faith and trust in him and be able to come back to God. That's life in Christ, that we have an eternal, uh, eternal life because of what Christ has done. A promise of eternal life spent in glory with God when our time here on earth comes to an end. That gives me and gives Christians real hope. Well, it gives us real hope because I have something to look to, something to look past all that's going off. I have a real hope. One day I'll see my saviour face to face. I have real peace because I know that God's in control. And I have real joy because my gaze is set on something far greater than what I see here on planet Earth. That is what having life and life in Christ looks like. As a Christian, I know that I am his and I know that I am hidden. My life, as the word tells us, is hidden in Christ. And you see, when we continue on through 1 John chapter 5, we get to verse 12. Now, in Christ, I have life. But listen to what verse 12 says. Whoever, whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. So that clearly shows us too that actually outside of Christ, I don't even have life. I don't even know what life is. I have no concept of what life is. Not until I have accepted Christ as my Lord and Saviour, till I've said sorry for my sin, do I even know what life looks like. That's a challenge, isn't it? That I know now because I've, I've experienced what God has done for me through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that I now know what life is. It's really clear then, isn't it? That if I want life, the only way to find it is through the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we get my third point, the third place we're going to have a look today. And we get to Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. Again, if you've got your Bible, turn to it. If not, it will be on the screen. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So here then, we get to back up all that we've said and seen in those first two uh, scripture references. And we see this one. That I'm now back in a relationship with God because of Jesus. I have eternal life then because of the power of the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And now then, my day-to-day -day outlook completely changes. Because I'm not in it for me. Not at all. You see, because my outlook on life has changed and a Christian isn't in it for what they can do, uh, they can gain. We're in it for what Christ can do through us because of what we've received, what God has done for us. It's no longer me who has the final say. That's never led to a great place anyway. Did you hear that? You see, because now 
I have the um, I have my life hidden in Christ because I've accepted Christ as my saviour, that I now live by faith in Christ and Christ lives in me. I live by faith in Christ and Christ lives in me. Paul said this in Philippians 1 and verse 21. He said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now on the outset, that seems like an odd thing to say, the latter part of that. Listen again, Philippians 1 verse 21. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But what Paul's saying is outside of Christ, I didn't have life. And we've already seen that, haven't we? Outside of Christ, I didn't have life. I didn't even know what life looked like. I thought I did, but I really didn't. So now I know, well, I live for him. Now I know what life in Christ is. Now I know what life is. Now I live for him, in him, through him, because of him. And when the time comes to an end here on planet Earth, Paul says then, and I get to see him face to face. Well, then that's only gain, isn't it? That's why he says for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Because Paul's gaze was set on something far bigger and far greater than all that we see around us. He was absolutely certain that one day he'd see his saviour face to face. So he could say right now, then I'm going to live for Christ. And when that time comes to an end, well, that's only gain because I'm going to get to see him face to face. So in Christ, we unwrap life. We found purpose and we found hope. We found joy and we found peace. And that is available to you today. We've looked John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world. That's you. And all you have to do is put your faith and your trust in him. You just have to say sorry for this sin in your life. And at that point, then you can receive life. We receive Christ. We receive the Holy Spirit. And then we start to piece together then as God works through us. Not the flashing light in the first moment, but we learn and we grow into all that God has got planned for us. That's life in Christ. That's what life in Christ looks like. And we live that out on a day to day basis, asking the Lord to help us and to guide us and to strengthen us. It's a gift that's worth unwrapping. That's for sure. My challenge to you as you spend these next few days together, perhaps uh, in your homes and, and, and separated from maybe all of those loved ones that we would usually get to see. We have time to think and to reflect. We have time to just spend looking. And I would challenge you not to be disappointed or dismayed or upset about all that's going on. 
But I challenge you to look into the word. I challenge you to seek out this truth, these things that haven't changed, these truths that have stood for millennia and will stand for millennia more, should the Lord allow. These are the things that we should be looking at. Let's find and fix our eyes on him. Let's fix our gaze on him. Let's make sure that we look at this time and just enjoy and see that we can have life and life eternal through our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. God has made a way where there was no way. And that is worth looking for. That's a hope and a joy and a peace like no other. Let's pray. Lord God, we just want to thank you for your word. Father, we thank you for this time where we've been able to celebrate during this Christmas time, the birth of our Saviour, the Lord Jesus. And we just pray, Lord, that you would help us to just look. Father, if there's anybody today that's watching that doesn't yet know you as their own personal Saviour, that, Father, they would look, that your Holy Spirit would move. Father, they'd be challenged and drawn to your word. I just thank you, Lord, that you've given us the opportunity to stay connected even in these difficult times. And I just pray, Lord, that you would help us to keep our eyes fixed on you, to keep our gaze fixed on you. We just thank you for all that you're doing for us, Father, all that you've done. And we look forward, Father, to all that you've got planned for us. Be with us, bless us, we pray. We ask these prayers in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.